children are a blessing. I think anyone listening to this, obviously you clicked on this episode, probably acknowledging that truth, but what do we do? Okay. And here is the big question is what do we do with the feelings of guilt and shame and fear and frustration as parents when we've failed to treat our children as the blessings that they are, or we've made decisions based on another premise that maybe children aren't a blessing and maybe they are more of a burden or they are a commodity to be taken or left based on our our desire or our uh, life situation. What are we to do with that? Hmm. And so the point of this very first inaugural episode <laughs> of the Fierce Marriage... Or, <laughs> <laughs> you got to keep it. <laughs> it's very first inaugural episode of the Fierce Parenting Podcast is to explore just that. It's our first tenet. It's the first core value of the Fierce Parenting Ministry is that kids are in fact a blessing. And this is not just an idea that Ryan and Selena Frederick came up with. It is one that God gave us in his word. We're going to explore that today and we'll see you on the other side. This is Fierce Parenting. Where we believe that kids are a blessing. Family is God's idea. And everything about parenting is discipleship. So leave the blame, shame, could-ofs, and should-ofs at the door and join us for gospel-centered conversations. Welcome to Fierce Parenting. I am so over the moon on this. Yes, you worked worked really hard to get to this point. He... I'm just kind of the support on this. It's really kind of been your baby in a lot of ways. No, you're the talent. I'm just the producer. Unintended. You just show up and bring your magic. Yeah, right. For those yeah. of you who don't know us, we are Ryan and Selena. We are the founders of Fierce Marriage, which you may actually hear us accidentally say that unless he does his editing magic. We've edited a lot, too. Guys, we've done over 200 episodes of Fierce Marriage Podcast. 200, well, at this, at this point, yeah, 228 so or something. So it's yeah. like, if it comes out, we apologize, but... Uh, that's where you can probably get to know us faster if you want to, as far as marriage and uh, family values go. But uh, if you are familiar with us, you mm. know that we are gospel-centered in everything that the Lord allows us to put our hands to. Um, and we are so excited to dive into this new realm of parenting mm. uh, that we've kind of been jumping into with the marriage thing. And then Ryan's so good to bring me back into the marriage space. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But hold on, buddy. We're going to the parenting side now. Yeah, so we I'm a little nervous. Like we were under a time crunch here. Like we're used to going a little bit longer, 45, 55 minutes. And we're, we're committed. We can do it. Fierce parents. Yes. We're committed to keeping these episodes 25 to 30 minutes long so please but if we go a little over please don't <laughs> please don't write about speaking it. of if you speaking of this yes. is the first episode ever so go ahead and follow us <laughs> follow subscribe do whatever you do in the podcast <laughs> app you uh, use yeah uh, so you don't miss anything we we plan on doing this every week mm-hmm. um, for the foreseeable future and we we will keep things relevant we'll keep them like selena said earlier gospel centered by god's grace we'll do our very best to be faithful to the truths we find in scripture not overlaying our ideas but rather mining for god's ideas and bringing them into our cultural context um so we we, we promise I'm, I'm 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 using that term loosely <laughs> we hope to do it as best we can for the next foreseeable future every week but if you like or excuse me if you follow and subscribe that's the best way to make sure that you don't miss anything um alongside that okay uh if you wouldn't mind it would help us greatly if you would take a moment as one of the very first listeners of fierce parenting leave a rating and a review that would help us to gain momentum quicker 
ratings and reviews have a magical effect in the world of podcasting in that they, they help the algorithms tell others that this is worth their time. They have an algorithmical effect. They have an algorithmical effect. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's internet magic is what it is. Um, so leave a rating and a review. You know, be honest with that as long as your honesty includes five stars. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. I'm just going to leave just that Just be there. completely honest. Five stars and up. Oh, gosh. Um, and then finally, uh, we are, so we're a little bit new to this parenting side, but we're trying to figure out how to organize everything as well as possible. And I think in the name of keeping the ministries um, self-sufficient and for whatever God might bring in the future, we're actually going to do a Patreon that is unique to the parenting side. And so the way you find that out is you go to patreon.com slash fierce parenting. Mm-hmm. And you will be able to sign up for the tiers there. We don't, as we're recording this, I don't know what those tiers are going to include. Uh, more than anything, it's probably just going to be supporting them this mission um, from the right. ground up. Well, uh, like we said in our intro and kind of our, our trailer, we are hoping for this to be more of a collaborative effort. And so being able to bring in uh, voices that are more experienced, maybe even voices that are more known than our, than us, right? There's so many people out there that are just they are gold and they are treasures, they're legends. And we want to be able to even to bless them uh, and thank them for their time. So I think this is one way right. that we can always kind of lock arms and support, yeah. you know, the people that, what did we read? We read in the gospels, like Jesus sent out his disciples and said, go and don't take an extra tunic or sandals. Like let the people take care of you. And so we want to, yeah. uh, you know, do that for the other people that come in and, we get to interview and they get to share and just, yeah. we want to be able to do that. Yeah, be generous. This, we have no idea what it's going to bring from <laughs> no. that end, yeah. we're, but we're not doing it for that. We're doing it because we believe that this message needs to get out there, mm. that God's designed for parenting and family needs to be, uh, hearkened and, and heralded, I should right. say, um, unto, uh, the people. So here we're going to do that. We're going to keep yeah. doing that. And um, God is sovereign yeah. in his timing. I mean, you know, yeah. y'all, we just kind of went through this pandemic thing and family and children and all things parenting and marriage have just been augmented to everyone. Yeah. Believer yeah. and non-believer. And as believers, we have hope, we have help, we have light, we have God, mm. we have the gospel and we have his truth guiding us, leading us, encouraging us. So with that. So let's dive into this uh, first tenet. And I I want to, it it can be so easily to look at it with like through cliche Mm -hmm. lens, right? We've heard kids are a blessing. Yeah. 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 I've heard that a thousand times. Um, And so that, that we're going to look at that in detail, but I just want to remind everyone first, as we look at that, our mission and is, is just this is to point you parents Mm -hmm. to Christ and encourage you in the gospel mm-hmm. and encourage you in, in the, the great commission mm-hmm. of the gospel that, that, that Christ gave us. And the way we believe that starts is in the household. Okay. So fierce parenting, mm-hmm. fierce marriage are both underneath kind of our organizational umbrella of fierce families. And the fierce family's mission is to create discipleship opportunities in the home that starts between husband and wife, fierce marriage, and now parents to their children and also siblings one to another. Mm -hmm. Okay. So there's discipleship opportunities throughout that. Mm. And so as we have this conversation, this is a discipleship conversation really in that don't feel bad if you have ever thought the things that we're going to kind of push back against. (laughs) For sure. Because we've thought them too. (laughs) Yes. And our whole point here is not to rally together all the perfect parents of the world and (laughs) and feel like we've got it all figured out because Lord knows this is a space that's riddled with shame. Yeah. Because especially in the mom space, Selena, you can speak to that when you're a new mom uh, and everyone has their opinions. And if you do it any other way, 
Like if you if you co-slept, shame train's gonna run you over. The shame train. <laughs> yeah. If you co-slept, then you are enabling your child's dysfunction. If you uh, sleep trained, then you are being really mean to your child. <laughs> if you give your kids uh, too much, whatever the thing is, right? It, you are just the devil. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I'm telling you that, that there's so much shame there's, in this space, yes, yes. and we don't want you to feel shame. We want you to feel uh, encouragement in Christ, and sometimes, listen to this, sometimes that comes with conviction. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that comes with correction and rebuke, and you know what, Christian? That's okay. That's part of our lives. That's that's wisdom. Well, that's also, that's also yeah. being loving, and how does yes. how did Christ say that? unbelievers will know us it's how it's by how we love one another so mm-hmm. how we can get through conflict together as believers as family members yeah. uh, as this unit that that god has purposed and designed yeah so again this is not just like how to have the best time with your kids and be the best parent ever this is how do we walk through the feelings mm. of shame and guilt as a parent when we have not treated our children as the blessings that they are well um, sometimes that, you know, that means fighting the good fight. Sometimes that means modeling repentance and reminding ourselves in front of our children and to our children that we need Jesus. Yeah. And that good. is more powerful, I think, than we understand. We want to go repent on our own by ourselves because we're ashamed. And God says, no, don't be ashamed. Come to me. Show them how to be a child. That is how mm. to be my child. That's good. That's good. So let's dive into some scripture here. And again, the tenet is this. Kids are a blessing. Mm. It's a fact. How do we know that? Let's look at scripture. Psalm 127. This is the kind of quintessential verse on uh, on this idea. Well, the idea comes from scripture. Uh, It's Psalm 127, and that is verses... 3 through 5. Behold, children are a heritage from the Lord, the fruit of the womb a reward. Like arrows in the hand of a warrior are the children of one's youth. Blessed is the man who Mm. fills his quiver with them. He shall not be put to shame when he speaks with his enemies in the gate. Wow. Wow. And that word, um, b- blessing, right? Mm-hmm. And so heritage, blessing, um, depending on the translation, children are a heritage from the Lord, a blessing from the Lord. Uh, what, what do you, so you've spent some time thinking through that. Well, I think when you, when I put myself in like new mom shoes, right? When we first had Della and I am coming to grips with, you know, we're excited when you find out you're pregnant, you're whatever, you're having a baby or you're adopting a child, whatever that is of, of a child is coming into your life. Mm. There's this excitement. There's this, oh, we're getting a blessing. We're getting this heritage from the Lord. And then you're faced with kind of the reality of what it means to steward another human being's life. And it's, you have to kind of, it's like all of our ideals about this, about blessing, what that means. Blessing, I think we have this connotation or we think we, we think it's synonymous with ease and pleasure and just comes to make my life better and makes yeah. me look better. And I get to be this cute mom with this little baby and we sleep and she does all the things she's supposed to do and she does them where she's supposed to do them. And we got all these fun things at our shower that she's going to use. And, you know, you just kind of have this idea and flow of how things will go. And God is like, nope (laughs) the baby's like nope and that's okay and I think I say those things to kind of ease up and to question I think God allowed me to go through that those trials of you need to question and really seek out the true understanding of what blessing means Mm -hmm. blessing is not without work Uh, and I think weren't you saying in your study that this is uh, it's denoted from Israel taking over Canaan like going into the promised land is that yeah, it's some of the Hebrew word is, uh, um, it, it means possession, property, inheritance. Um, uh, right. Um, and so an inheritance yeah. wasn't something that you 
just sat on and squandered, right? I mean, you can look at the prodigal son and the inheritance that he received. It's like he went and squandered and did what he wants. That's, we can't do that with children. Like inheritances are to be used. They are to engage us as followers, believers, people of God, asking him to sanctify us and being active in that role. We can't just sit back and let kids they they require us whether they require us to help them sleep from an early age they require us to help them eat they require us to pay attention to them they require our touch uh there's millions of studies on all of this stuff but they require they have needs that Mm. we as parents are required to meet so what you're what you're hashing through right now is the fact that blessing calling a child a blessing isn't us saying everything about the child is easy and simple and and fun and good (laughs) yes I mean, it's good in a deep sense, but it doesn't always feel good in the moment. Yes. Um, it requires a, good... a lot of mm-hmm. us. And that requirement is part of the blessing mm-hmm. because uh, it's in James, or I forget where the passage is, um, uh, when you face trials of many kinds, mm-hmm. right? Take hope. We talked about this on the marriage side of things. Mm-hmm. Take hope in that trial. Take joy in that trial because you know that that trial produces perseverance. Right. And so part of the blessing is a spiritual blessing. That's yes. Ephesians 1, yes. uh, verse three, 2, 3, and 4. Uh, they're spiritual blessings in Christ. They are not necessarily here and now and Physical. in this life. Yeah. They are deeper, richer, m- longer-lasting mm. blessings. Right. And so that goes all the way. I mean, that, that falls right in line with the, the Hebrew um, t- uh, sense of the word. Uh, this idea of children being an, an inheritance goes all the way back to the Old Testament, um, clearly, this passage is from Psalms, but it goes even generations prior to that um, to the promise that God made to Abraham mm. in the middle part of Genesis. Also, back to Genesis one, when uh, there was the um, cultural mandate, is what some would call it. It's this uh, the call to um, uh, he said in, in uh, Genesis one twenty eight. God said to Adam and Eve, "Be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it and rule over the fish, the sea, and over the birds of the sky, and over every living thing that moves on the earth." Um, the parallel account in Genesis 2 is the consummation of their marriage. So there's this idea that fruitfulness, and, and the, in this sense, fruitfulness is the fruit of the womb. Mm-hmm. Children, um, they're a blessing. and it, Well, and from that blessing comes the Comes the thriving and, and the, the, the subduing of the earth and right. the fulfilling the earth, that cultural mandate to be alive in this world that mm-hmm. God has created. It is an ultimate, an, an ultimate in a sense, to... Bear children. Now, it doesn't mean you have to bear children to be a good Christian. That, that's not what we're saying. Right. But we are saying that in, in God's economy, children are one of the best blessings that he right. can give us. And the blessing is not always about us, right? And what mm. I mean by that is that it's about the giver of the blessing and it's about how we steward and care for the blessing. Mm. It's it, it's about us, but it's not about us. I think we tend to make it more about us than God intends it to be sometimes. Mm. And so the Lord is, is so good and perfect in how he uses uh, challenges and discomfort, right? And things that we don't want to yeah. necessarily walk through to not only sanctify us and grow us, but to orient our hearts and our, our, our eyes back on him. Uh, and then mm. from there, you know, be able to train and teach and disciple, uh, these blessings that he's given us. And in doing that, like, I don't, I've never grown so much as I have in being a parent in any other role, any career, anything I've ever, any apprenticeship, whatever. Yeah. I've never grown in any of those as much as I have grown as a parent yeah. in the things of God. 
So we're going to spend some time kind of asking some questions um, of ourselves as parents to help kind of take an inventory in our hearts uh, in this area of do we actually v- take this view? Mm-hmm. Or do we say it with our words, but do we actually, we say it with our words, but do we actually believe it in our hearts that our children are a blessing? Mm-hmm. Before we do that, I mean, let's look at maybe some of the fallout of a culture that is devaluing mm-hmm. children. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I, and I think one of the clearest indications of the devaluation of children is, uh, the late, the, I don't mean to be inflammatory, but second, third wave feminism, this idea that, um, that that uh, a baby in the womb is not necessarily a, a full human being. Mm. Um, that's not an idea that we ascribe to. We believe that conception, life begins at conception. It is a, an individual known by God, uh, ordained by God, and deserving of individual rights um, in the womb. Um, sorry if that's you know. No, I'm not sorry. <laughs> I'm just, yeah, but I'm just. We're not trying to be inflamed. But that's that's the truth according to God's scripture. But also in, in many other ways, it's reinforced in science and all those sort of other things. And so, but. That that move away from children are a blessing. Now children are now an obligation, culturally speaking, that I want to avoid because I'd rather have a higher good, which is going to be either a career or it's going to be uh, a, a standard higher, of living. A higher good in my eyes. In, yes, my yeah, own a quote unquote higher good. Not yes, thank necessarily you. God's higher. Yeah, yeah, um, a quote unquote higher good because I would rather have X, Y, or Z. Um, you know what's happening is actually for many many years, sociologists, anthropologists, they were all worried that we were going to overpopulate the planet. Global warming is going to take over because we're going to cultivate too much of the earth. We're going to cut down too many trees and we're going to melt the ice caps. Uh, again, not trying to be inflammatory, but that that was the concern, right? But now the concern is, um, and the, the script has flipped, the concern is that we are not on pace to repopulate the, the earth fast enough to support generations. That by 2100, okay, so 80 years from now, uh, the generation, so our daughters will be in their kind of twilight years 80 years from now. God willing, um, they won't have the generations to support them in their old age, whether it's medical staff, whether it's social security, that kind of thing. Mm. Uh, it's just society having a workforce that, that we're able to build houses and maintain roads and, and have power and running water. They're, they're legitimately concerned about that. Mm. And so maybe there's something to this idea that children are a blessing, that children are an Mm. inheritance. Children are a good thing. Well, not just a blessing to me and us here now, but a blessing yeah. to others in the future. Yes. Yes. And and they are not to be counted as commodities, but mm. as actual blessings from God. And so we're, we're hanging our hats on the truth that they are a blessing mm-hmm. and that if we treat them as a blessing, we can ask ourselves these honest questions and it will lead to the flourishing of, of our household, flourishing of of society and flourishing of our children. Mm-hmm. So what are these questions we can ask ourselves kind of as an inventory? Yeah, I think do we, the first question would be, are we really holding God's word as the authority in our lives? Uh, I mean, asking that from an uh, individual standpoint and then trickling down as a, as a wife, right? Mm-hmm. As a, as a spouse. Wow. And then as a parent, uh, do we know, do we even know God's word mm. uh, well enough to allow it to, bear its weight and burden us to change our ways if we are not walking in the ways of God. So that plays itself out in daily living in terms of actually understanding the character and desires of God and how to please him and to be saved, special revelation, all that good stuff, Christ on the cross, right, and we can't... resurrected. But here's the other piece. Mm-hmm. God says kids are a blessing. So whether or not we feel it, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Whether or not we agree in the moment, if we have a high regard of God's word, then we say that's truth. I need to align myself to that truth. 
I'm not trying to bend that truth or manipulate the truth or do uh, 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 gymnastics around <laughs> the, the language there. Right. But instead, I'm just saying God said kids are a blessing. Therefore, they are. Yes. So how does that have an orientating orienting (laughs) there it is there it is orienting effect in our lives Um, and that's the next question is do we orient our lives around namely our parenting lives around um, who God values and how he values them or do we allow our feelings emotions inner monologue to dictate how we live Hmm. that's challenging Mm -hmm. what do you mean by inner monologue Um, I think that I was thinking of moms because you say you joke about how you don't have an inner monologue <laughs> but I think as as moms just, just or in there. people who deal with uh children on an you know an everyday every moment kind of time frame there's this constant like inner monologue of like you're not doing well enough or it's it's like the shame and the blame like you're shamed if you don't do it you're blamed if you do do it and they're just like uh, I can't win for trying so is like if I give them this, are they going to be like, if I give them candy, are they going to be diabetic or something? Or, or, you know, what's going to happen if I, if I break my rule, am I spoiling them? Is that, you know, it's just, it's always just augmented in your life. And the inner monologue just kind of has, are we submitting that to God? Is the inner monologue Mm. just kind of this doubt, shame, guilt, all the things, or is it rooted in the things of God saying, no, like God's sovereign, he has a purpose and plan for their life. I am praying for them. I am disciplining them because I love them mm. or I am giving them this good thing because it is a good time and the context is right and the Lord is, I don't think would have a problem with this and he yeah. is leading me in this. So again, it's it's not just, it's not being yeah. pulled and pushed back and forth as much as it is, I know God, I know what he is valuing yeah. for me in the situation Uh and my child. And so I'm going to walk in that and I'm going to not just let this inner monologue by myself alone in my head dictate everything, but I'm going to maybe go to my spouse, go to my husband and say, I'm struggling with the situation. What, what are your thoughts? What do you hear me saying? Is this right? Are we on track with what God wants for our, the, the bigger picture of our family, our margin as a family, Mm. our values as a family? Um, everything you're describing is, is founded on trust, trusting that God like I can trust that when I make the hard decision that isn't necessarily obvious, but it's relying on God's word that he, what he says is true mm. and and what he says will happen when I obey him mm. is true. Whether it's here in this life or in the next, that's all mm. comes down to do I, do I regard the word of God as mm. true and trustworthy? And then do I place my trust in it? Do I discipline my kids? Even though I feel like I'm, I'm being too, like I'm being not fun parent. enough. Yeah, I'm not fun enough. You're, I mean, you struggle with that a lot. That yeah. you feel like you're always saying no, and we try to say yes as much as we possibly can. But part of being a parent is yes. learning to say no, and and saying no in different loving part ways. Of, part of being a believer is learning yes. how to say no. <laughs> but that takes trust to say no mm-hmm. um, at a time when you'd rather give your kid what they're asking for because it feels good to give them something they want. That takes or trust. Or they're screaming at you right. in front of all and your friends. It feels good because you get relief. And you're like, yeah. okay. <laughs> I yeah. give up. <laughs> yeah. So, and, and as um, we do, we'll be transparent in terms of our own challenges. And that's, I mean, our kids aren't perfect either. And, yeah. it, and it's a, it's a struggle. So it's a struggle. I think, like you said, with trust and then desires, I think is the be- the next biggest thing that we question right. ourselves with is, are, am I tired? Yeah. Like my kid's asking me to play and I, they, or they want me to look at something. I'm right in the middle of something and I, ah, or I'm distracted. I'm tired. I don't want to, ah, I just don't want to do this right now. Like, 
what is it that we're desiring more than recognizing the desire that our kids are wanting us to they have that well, desire and the to value be with that, us that it, that it yes, is to, in that to invest yes i struggle with that question you, you blew past it but am i too tired and why <laughs> <laughs> so one of my resolutions i have these da- daily resolutions and one of them is this i'm just going to read it i'll probably read it more than once um, as we go about the podcast but is it is uh where is it it is today i will embrace my children emotionally physically spiritually mm. and intellectually and in play so good and so I, every every week i read that three times mm-hmm. i have a, about 20 of these and uh that's so convicting because like i don't like playing <laughs> like i don't i don't like it's playing really with dolls. hard playing with a five-year-old but when you say and a one and it's a an investment I, I do like some of the stuff but some like the pretend <laughs> games and stuff are really hard for me to wrap my head around <laughs> I just, I'm not on the same wavelength, uh, but like Lego is great jumping on the trampoline. That's pretty much pretty fun. Point is it's not about me. Yeah. It's about them. It's about connecting. Now the flip side to that is we can idolize our kids and say, if I, I have to do everything they want to do all the time. Yeah. And no, I don't. They have all right. To they need me. to learn how to be a little bit more independent. They need to learn how to play, play is without. good. Yes. So they have holes in their buckets as Selena always says, oh my gosh. no matter what we put Some in there. Some holes are bigger empty. than the others. <laughs> um, <laughs> Distraction is also a big one. Are we distracted? What's distracting us? You got you asked that question. Mm-hmm. Um, we can be so distracted just because it's the easiest thing to do. Like it's easy to sit on the couch and play, you know, games on your phone. We or can, yeah, we can justify it however we want. I haven't yeah. been on my phone all day. I'm just gonna get on it for like ten minutes. Well, forty minutes later, it's like ah, my kids have seen this. Like, so again, going back to the no shame, no blame type of thing. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I'm just going to choose not to Love feel any you. shame from you. <laughs> now, the point is, like, okay, if you need 10 minutes, take it. But there's there's a line that we tend to cross when we indulge in those ways. Right. And it's um, reminding ourselves, hey, it's a blessing to, to press into this difficult part yeah. of like this yeah. tiredness, yeah. to press into um, the hardness of it. So um, yeah. we just want to kind of leave you with this, these thoughts of, you know, when you, when you deal with those feelings of mm. guilt or failure or shame or fear, frustration as a parent, when you've failed to see or treat your children as blessings, what does God tell us to do? Repent and believe, run mm. to the Lord, repent, receive his forgiveness, ask the Holy Spirit to help you believe that he will honor mm. God, ask for help. God, help me to honor you and how I love my children. Help me to see moments where I can teach and engage them uh, in the things of you. God, help me to model repentance. Mm. Kill my pride. Help me to model repentance and forgiveness to them. How can I handle being wrong and show them that I, I need you? I need. We need to fight fiercely. We have to fight actively against these thoughts, these distractions, the tiredness. God has empowered us. Like there's scripture that backs that up. He's made us more than conquerors in these areas. And sometimes that means repentance. And other times it really does mean just fighting the good fight and doing what you don't want to do, dying to yourself and be made alive in Christ and know that you are investing, know that you are uh, honoring God in the way that you engage your children and love them and teach them and discipline them and train them. That's good. You're on fire. So I, I, my prayer would be this. God, help me value them the way you value mm. them and see them the way you see them. Yeah. And just, you know what, believer, parents, sit back and watch as the Holy Spirit works, softens your heart. Mm. And we're a testament of how he's done that to us. Mm-hmm. And we're thankful that he's worked in our lives. So we pray that he works through this podcast to help you. Again, this is just the first of many. So you don't have to figure it all out now. We're going to journey alongside you. We're going to talk 
honestly through these topics. Next week, we're talking through our second core tenet, uh, which is the idea that family is God's idea. It's not ours. It's not a cultural thing. Can't wait to see you. Actually, not next week. That's the next episode. They're all, they're all dropping at once. Mm. All these episodes are dropping at once. So um, check out the next episode. And um, yeah, and, and we'll walk through that with you. But just know this. God is at work. And this podcast could be one way that he's doing that. And we pray that that's the case. So speaking of prayer, let's pray quickly and then we'll call it an episode. Lord, we thank you for uh, the parents listening to this. I pray that they would be encouraged, not by us, but by you. Mm. And they wouldn't stake their sense of truth or uh, even knowledge or understanding on what we say, but on what your word says. Lord, yeah. we thank you that you've given us children. We thank you that you've told us they're a blessing. Now help us, Holy Spirit, help us, God, mm. live out that reality in its fullness in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. Thank you for joining us, ladies and gentlemen, for the Fierce Parenting Podcast. And we'll see you soon. Till next time. Stay fierce. Thank you for listening to the Fierce Parenting Podcast. For more resources, visit fierceparenting.com. And for daily encouragement, find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you'd like to support this ministry, please leave a rating or a review in your podcast app or visit patreon.com slash fierceparenting to become a monthly partner. We hope this episode has blessed you immensely. Take care.